When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Hello and welcome to episode 11, season 12 of the Fighting Cop podcast and it is, it's fucking North London Derby week. Rick, I, and I'm joined by T and Rick, um, I'm, I'm presuming you boys are okay but before finding out about your mental well-being or your physical well-being, I just want to say after all these years I've never been more uncomfortable calling it a North London Derby than I am right now. This is just the game where we play them. But the North London Derby gives them relevance. It gives them a platform. I don't think we should give it that. We shouldn't give them that platform. This is the, We're the North London club. We're the club that existed and has always existed pretty much within, um, you know, what we just say, like fucking a thousand metres of where we are now. Probably less. They're the ones. They're the cunts that moved around. They're the ones that turned up on, on our uh, on our doorstep, taking our women and our jobs and that. Like uh, Rick, <laughs> what, what, it shouldn't be called the North London Derby. What, Give them. What should we call it? Just the game we play. Just, Arsenal. Just refer to it as the game. That game. Just the game. But, but even, they're on the game. Yeah, but yeah, but Rick. Even, a bunch of hooers. Hooers. Um, <laughs> even even that. Even saying that game gives them relevance. It's not that. It's it's the game we play them. And even that is I'm not comfortable. I don't, I don't want to give them anything. They don't deserve it. They do not deserve our attention or our, our time. And we, and we have to give it that, give, give them that, because they've, they've come over to our turf and done what they've done, and they're proud about it. You know, they're the same Arsenal fans that are proud about taking the man who should not be named. You know, they're just a weird bunch of folk that we give too much gravitas to to you to get what worms worms they get, are worms spurs versus worms is what we should call it <laughs> <laughs> i like that t what do you, do you agree with what i'm saying um i don't know i think we're in a we're in a society now where we're just lazy and just use shorthand um i don't know maybe calling it the game wouldn't be so bad but um the thing is every now and then i kind of forget how much i i hate them and then it comes back around again as to, you know, why I do hate them. I mean, um, I'm going to be sensible and censor myself on what I say today because I don't want to get anyone in trouble. But um, I've said to you guys offline how I, you know, how I truly feel about them and what really makes me happy. Things that I see that Stamping on make a kid. me happy. Stamping on a kid. Um, <laughs> more, um, more like um, floral tributes of an Arsenal. Well, well all right, 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 right. <laughs> let's, 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 we'll, leave, we'll leave it there. Sorry. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's just uh, we didn't go too in there. Um, yeah, I mean, look, growing up in North London and around them and having to exist with them makes this game what it is because it's nothing about what they do on the pitch. It's nothing about that. It's about 
the stench that they infest us with. And that, that, that's the issue. Like, as soon as you meet an, a bloke who supports Arsenal, you think, you're a dickhead. That, that, that's what you think. Like, I, we went to John Bass's wedding last week and um, I, I friended, oh, we became fr- friended, oh, I don't know what the, the terminology Befriend. is, friend, befriended um, a lot of his mates from um, where, where, where they live and they're all solid gold blokes, all of them, none of them Arsenal, all, all gold, right? But I keep getting recommendations of who I should follow and then there's these fucking spanners in, in Arsenal shirts, all smiling. There was one with a bloke in an Arsenal shirt and his missus in an Arsenal shirt. I'm like, who, is, who are these pair of right angles? I'm not interested. <laughs> don't want to hear it. I, don't, like, I, see, I see an Arsenal shirt, I see a man in an Arsenal shirt and you just think, you're a fucking pleb. And that is, it doesn't matter what happens at the weekend. They're all plebs. They're weird. I was, um, I was listening to, I think it was your other, uh, your other podcast, Flav, the uh, Flav and James for now pod. Yeah. And you were talking about that. Obviously, when we used to record at your old man's old house and literally the corner of the street, you could see the Emirates, um, massive Guna territory. Yeah. And when you were explaining where it was that the, the, both the schools that you went to and where you grew up and yeah. stuff like that. Surrounded I was them. like, that, I was listening to that and it's even, that was even turning my stomach. I, you know, I'm born and bred uh, Milton Keynes, my two like uh, best mates from here, Gooners, season ticket holders there. And every time, you know, it's been a struggle, like the only one, and there's a lot of Arsenal around there. And it's a struggle going out to pubs and watching the games and, uh, and all that lot. But, from how you were explaining it, it was like yeah. But what, what, what I said it's was just it, awful. It, it was awful. It was it was awful because when you're growing up and you don't realise what's around you, you don't realise the meaning behind all of this. You don't realise when you're growing up in Holloway and there's these rats out around you and they're all nipping at your heels. Why why they are doing it? You just feel like oh, I've just got to cope with this because there are rats everywhere and I just have to. I've got to go to school and there's rats there. And I, I've, I've got to walk around and get in my lunch, and there's rats there as well. So you just you just deal with it, and it's only getting older. And I realise actually, I didn't have to deal with it if they hadn't invaded our area, if they hadn't come over and done what they did, then I wouldn't have to deal with that. And, and the fact that I did have to deal with that from fucking, I, I would say when I started going football was 1988, maybe 89, which was a glorious period for Spurs. But into the 90s. And 2000s, it weren't so good. And Arsenal were better and did do some good stuff. And I had to exist around them. And like, like I said on, on, on the podcast you just mentioned, Jim, it's the one to do with James, is there's nothing they can do. There's no result that they can have over us that I haven't experienced already. So there's nothing they can do or say anymore that will hurt me. And the fact that Spurs are a different football club to we were that, that we were back then, it's... Um, it's all fucking gravy. I don't. I, I couldn't give a fuck about a, a, sing, a single opinion that an Arsenal fan has. Anyway, we're going to talk more about the North London derby coming up, or the game that we play against Arsenal, uh, very shortly. But before we do that, um, we've got to mention the fact that we're doing a Fighting Cock Social. It's back this Saturday against them at the Temple Brew House. Um, there are very few tickets left. I'd say sixty. Maybe. So if you have any inclination to come along to the social in Temple Brew House, then do so, but be quick. Go to our pin tweet on Twitter and uh, you'll find the link where you have to buy it. If you haven't done that in time or it sells out, there's nothing we can do. It's a capacity of 200 people and no more can be let in. It's just not, there's health and safety shit involved. So you, you just cannot get in. So buy your tickets right now and, uh, yeah, it'll be a great thing. Win, lose, or draw, we'll be there together, and uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be superb. Lovely. Yeah, I think yeah with with the um, with the socials, this one um, is although it's a shit, it's it's a horrible game. It's always a horrible game. Whatever. Mm. It's it's just that much better when you're with fellow Tottenham fans. And people that you love, and it's just it because, like you're saying, it doesn't matter what the result is that you're just there to 
to experience it together. And after the game, when you're not there and like you're just at home and just wallowing in your own kind of WhatsApp groups where people are messaging you, you don't have to deal with it there. Yeah. You just go and get another pint with the boys and carry on singing Tottenham songs and just forget about it. It's, yeah. it's fine. It, it's an amazing thing. It's an amazing, amazing thing. It is so much fun to, to and if like if we win, like if we win, <laughs> like imagine being in it. Like, and, and this is the part of the reason why we set up the, the, the socials in the first place is, is that you don't want to be around other fans. You don't want to be around other fans when Spurs win or, or worse, Spurs lose. But you just don't want to hear it. But what this is, is a safe place for Tottenham Hotspur fans. It'll be loud. The, the, the atmosphere will be amazing. Um, I don't even know why I'm selling this too much because the tickets are flying out already. I mean, it, Fingers crossed, by the time this comes out, there will be some available. But, yeah, crack on, get involved, and, um, yeah, tell your mates. Uh, there's lots coming up in this podcast. We're talking about the scum game, obviously, this weekend, and our preferred lineup and formation. Cats shitting in the house and scoring a last-minute winner at the Swamp. But before we do that, we need to give a shout-out to our, our sponsors, NordVPN, who, um, as I said last week, are agreeing to sponsor us towards the end of the season. That's a wonderful, wonderful thing and makes things so much easier. Um Rick, um, uh, I, I'm. Just, have you ever run out of porn, Rick? Because have you ever have you ever felt like I've done all this? I yeah, to... I have. Yeah, yeah, completed it, completed it uh, on page seventeen of uh, <laughs> like okay. just trying to find, just trying to, just trying to get twins. Really, I've gone be beyond. Honest. I've gone beyond page seventeen. I've gone forty-eight. I think I've gone forty-eight, oh, forty-nine, and, and then and it gets to a point where it's not fun anymore, and you're just there, and you. You're sitting on your, your your stool and you're looking at the screen and you think and your dick is it's flaccid, to be technically correct. And you're just like nothing does it for me anymore. This isn't what NordVPN was designed for, but it's the greatest element to it is that you can access all kinds of mad shit all over the world by using NordVPN for the price of a cup of coffee. <laughs> the thing with, the thing with porn is that um. You know, you always feel like you've completed it, but then there's always someone who just goes viral who ends up being like there was this um French dentist who um got arrested for mutilating um people from pure from poor areas. What the fuck so, where is this going to? I'm I'm getting there, I'm getting okay, there. Okay, okay. So um so they're arresting <laughs> so they're arresting this um this dentist, right? And there's obviously pictures all over the press, the French press. And one of the policewomen had this massive ass. Oh, really massive right? I think I know this so, one, yeah. Yeah, so people are like, oh, that's photoshopped. So then the video comes out, right? And it's the real deal. I mean, don't know if her bum's real, but it's, it's the real deal. And um, I'm sure she's not far off having an OnlyFans. And um, I'm just saying that these things pop up on the internet where you, know, you, you watch a bit of porn, but then you see someone who's a real-life human being. I mean, I know adult <laughs> film stars are human beings too, but just getting like um, a yep. civilian. Yeah, yeah, civilian. <laughs> He's within within the sphere of having a wank, you know. It's it's interesting. I mean, it is interesting. It's also it's, it's, it just feels like it like you, you don't know what's coming up. You have got to keep on your toes. And what I would yeah. I would say to everybody listening to this, you've always got to be on your toes. And that might be for job opportunities, or you know, Sandra at work is is, is leaving, and she's you know she's she's found new 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 ways to make money. And you're thinking that's an opportunity. This is the same thing with NordVPN. Yeah. You can be ready. When when something drops on the internet, you're there. Um, also, the most important thing I think, uh, and this is moving away from adult material, is the fact that um, it's becoming increasingly important for you guys to have um, protection when you're using your internet banking. NordVPN protects you from any kind of intruder who wants to get in 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 and up in your gubbins. Um, and, and also. Um... With the pound weakening, you can get better flight deals by using VPN, you know, using foreign websites and getting cheaper flights. So yes. that's another good thing to use. Use NordVPN to take advantage of the crisis that we're currently facing. But as a man or woman on the ground who needs to find a way to buy cheaper tickets, use NordVPN to log into a server in Spain or Mexico, Venezuela, wherever it might be, to buy tickets or, or whatever it might be you want to buy from that area. It is... It should be illegal. It isn't. Um, I don't know if they'd like me saying that, but it kind of feels like it's a way of gaming the system constantly. And the money you're going to be putting into 
subscribing to NordVPN will be paid back in the tenfold if you use it correctly. Um, yeah, all right, cool. Um, we'll be back next week for another NordVPN read. Lock in. <laughs> uh, just, just, just to end it, is uh, grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com uh, forward slash the fighting cock. You have to use that one, otherwise we don't benefit. If you want to be an arsehole and enjoy what we do and you know don't want us to benefit, then you can just go to nordvpn.com. But if you if you enjoy the podcast, then please use nordvpn.com forward slash the fighting cock. There's no risk. 30, 30 day money back guarantee. And if you pay for a year in advance, then you get four months free. Anyway, let's get on to the Arsenal game. Uh, the first question comes from Conte's Blue My Army, Bashi underscore 1986. It says, do you wake up dreading the game on the day or excited? Me personally, I dread it. Rick, are you dread or excited? Dread, dread, dread. There's been, only been a few times where I have woken up and I'm thinking, we're the ones flying high. They're the ones didn't even work in out the then, mire. Though, did it? And, it, and it didn't even work out then. So, And it's at the Emirates as well. Uh, so we haven't got a, I was going to say, we haven't got a great record. We haven't even got a shit record there. It's even worse than that. Um, so it doesn't fill me with much hope, but there's always a chance. There is always a chance. And if kind of, um, in, I think it was uh, in uh, Band of Brothers. Do you remember um, Blythe? Flav, yeah, the, the soldier the... that was really scared and he couldn't operate because he was so paralysed yeah, by fear. He got paralysed by fear and he went blind, and, right? Yeah, and then uh, Spears, the captain, said, "Like you can only operate as a soldier if you just if you just give in to the fact that you're already dead. Just, just you know, you're already dead. And with this game, I kind of give in that we're already dead, and anything that comes out of it is going to feel like we're alive, like we are. Yeah. We're, we're there. We're having it. Yeah. So you know, I mean." Personally, if someone offered me a draw now, yeah, I'll take it. Yes, please. Um, but if we win, oh, well, imagine? what if we win? Because yeah, Rick, if, just on that, a midday win as well. In in bad in band of in band of brothers, what does Lieutenant Spears do? What's he famous for? He uh, he he ran through the uh, the village, didn't he? He run, yeah. The, all Ger- Germans are like entrenched. They have got the machine guns, and they're they're pointing at the American soldiers. And what did Lieutenant Spears do? He ran straight through them, um, straight through their lines to the other side of the village to link up with the other American soldiers. Yeah. And he thought he'd just stay there. Nah, he ran back, ran back through oh, them. And what did the German soldiers do? They fucking shit themselves. Thought, what's going on here? Look at this man. What, what's, he, what's, he, what's he doing? What's he up to? What's a nutter? And that's 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 the kind of thing we've got to expect. He's what? Is that Romero? It could be, or, or more. Moreover, Richarlison, I think. But we, we, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. But, um, but, but generally, like, T, what, 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 what how, where are you mentally about it? Do, do you, do you wake up in the morning thinking this Spurs Arsenal this Saturday, or do you think this is just another game? Because you're like a good fifteen years older than us, so you've lived through a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I love um, that. You, you... I have to point out because people fucking think I am. It's a it's a very strange one because um I'm in this I'm in a position now where I've got enough <laughs> to do during the day that I'm not preoccupied by the game mm. but it never feels we play well enough even the games that we've won <coughs> I never feel that from the opening minutes I never feel that we played well and um on Saturday regardless of what happens I still feel the nerves that, that we've not done well it's just um I don't know I mean God this sounds so. This sounds so weak, as Andrew Tate would say, but it's almost like they it's almost like they're giants when we play them, you know? You know, the white sleeves and they look like they look like men and we look like fucking little boys and we play like little boys sometimes. But yeah, and you, and you, you would, mean mean when we go to their place. Yeah, yeah. And um you would hope that Conte has got has got something for them. But um um I think the international break has kind of um, lessened it a little bit because it's only been it's only really a two three day build up now. I mean, if it was if it was an international break, we'd have all week to think about the game and mentally prepare ourselves. But um, <coughs> I I don't feel dread. I just really really hope that um, <laughs> this is such an obvious thing. I just really hope that we just put in a fucking performance, man. I mean, the new no game. I think it was a year ago, earlier on this week, when that game took place. 
And um, if you remember it rightly, before an hour. If you remember it rightly, I know you did. I know you did. Sorry, sorry, Tisa, cut you. But if you remember oh, it yeah. rightly, that we that, that we had opportunities in that game. They went free. Was it three nil up? And we could have pegged them back. We had a penalty and a goal disallowed that we should have got. But I didn't see all this. I'd left. <laughs> it was it was hellish. It was hellish. It's just turning up and and and, and performing and, and making it a fifty fifty game, which it is. And not just sort of saying like, "Well, Arsenal are going to dominate possession." That's that was that's my issue, T. Sorry, mate, for cutting you. No, I mean you're right. I mean, um, it's just one of the. I think what all all Spurs fans want is for us to turn up and obviously win. But all they want is for us to turn up and put in a performance. And um, even if they, I mean, it's, it's like it's like Alex likes to say, um, you know, at least get a few yellow cards in there. You know, put a few studs up the Achilles, man. You know what I mean? Just let them know that they've been in the game. You can't just. Um, Having them win two nil or two one without without their shirts being dirty, you know. If if you had to pick a, a single Arsenal player for Hoybier, if they could jump in double footed jump, broken leg tackle, he's done. Who would it just be? Just one, just one, just Fuck one. Who, who's who's the I Arsenal? Think of about six or seven. Um... No, no, I, f- I appreciate it, but who, which one would you want to really, really like be I, on I, the end of a Roy Keane Harlan type? It's Partey or um, Saliba. Um... Saliba is the one in it. I think I'd do Saliba because he's, they he's are noshing him props. off. Yeah, they, are. they are noshing him off way too much. Proper sloppy, like saliva all over the shop, man. I'm not, <laughs> not having this. No, double-ended as well. Yeah, yeah Saliba. Arsenal fans are just, they're on their knees. Their eyes are watering. They're snot coming out their nose. They're being skull-fucked by Saliba. <laughs> <laughs> even, even their ears are bleeding and they're still going. Yeah. I love this. This is good. I can't hear anymore because my eardrums are fucking blown by Saliba's cock. But now, um, you know, because he's good at football, apparently. I, do you know, I've got to confess, boys, I've not watched a single minute of Arsenal this season. And part no, of, nor have I. I feel like I have. I can't remember the game. But, but, but part, part of the reason yeah. is is that because they are, you've got, you've got to admit that they are good, right? They have been good this season. This is it's not a seismic shift from what happened towards the end of last season where we actually destroyed them at White Hart Lane. But in the games that have been that have been played this season, you have to admit they are top of the league. Um, are you worried? Do you, what, what, what do you make of Arsenal? Uh, like if, you, if you took your Spurs hat off, Ricky, and this is a horrible question to ask you, but if you took your Spurs hat off, what do you make? Of, if it was Spurs, it, it would do, have done what they, they've done thus far. Yeah, I mean, taking my Tottenham hat off um, and like you were saying, admittedly, I haven't seen them play, uh, but that was a bit of a lie from me. When they went 2-1 down against United, I quickly stuck the telly on just to have a little bit of a giggle, but I weren't really watching how they were playing. And from the reports, match of the day, everything else that you hear that they're playing, uh, good attacking football, Things are clicking for them. Jesus has been the, you know, the missing piece of the puzzle. Um, they're playing at home and they're top of the league. So the crowd are going to be behind them. So you can't help. You, I mean, you can't. I can't sit here and say we're the better team because they're top of the league. Um, we win. And we'll, be be- we'll, we'll, we'll be top of the league. Yeah, I know. that. That's the thing as well. The amount of times that we've gone there... And we we've not turned up, uh, or we've even we have turned up. And we've still lost going there this weekend. And if we did win there, and us then going top of the league, it's just too much. Like the the football gods <coughs> will not give us yeah, but that you know, present. Do you yeah, know but, what I mean? Yeah, but you know, like like if you've got the football gods, then Conte is Lucifer. <laughs> that, oh shit! I like that. You know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck the football gods. Like fuck that the Tottenham are a team that doesn't win anything. We've got a man who wins. And you saw Kulisevsky's comments in the week saying you can't be in you can't be not affected or infected by what Conte says. This man lives and breathes victory. Lives yeah. and breathes success. That's that's so that's the mentality, isn't it? That's 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 the mentality. Like, not that weird physio that was, was under Jose Mourinho. This is the mentality that was led <laughs> led and, and created by Conte. And we're, I we're think gonna... going back... Sorry. No, no, no. Go, go, going back to what uh, T was saying, we were like... Uh, 
Nuno had won manager of the month. I think we were flying high. I think we are uh, my expectations going there. I thought we would do something there, but the way and the manner in which we lost, it was a total collapse against them. Um, I just want us to, to turn up and then going on what you're saying we have Conte, you know, and we we do know how to defend as a unit to keep teams at bay. We know how to then counter on those and transition quickly. And we have, you know, a world-class attack to, to, to put the ball in the back of the net. So it does make up to be a, a very interesting and entertaining game. And I think, you know, they... they I can't, I can't, it's hard to say that they're there for the taking, but there are, there's going to be opportunities and whether we are uh, ruthless enough to take those opportunities that we get and then hold on, um, we'll, we'll live to see that on Saturday, I expect. Yeah, indeed. Um, we spoke yesterday about how we might set up, um, sorry, on the last podcast, about how we might set up. Some of us were hoping that we would stick with a three-five-two that we demolished Leicester with in the last 30 minutes of the last game um, you know Mark Nesbitt who was on the podcast last week and Jack said that he thinks it will, that he'll go back to a 3-4-3 three, three. but T what 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 do you think we sh- well, well firstly what, what do you think we will do and then what do you think we should do I don't <clears throat> I don't expect Conte to veer from a 3-4-3 three, three formation to be fair um, but it has shown that we have the personnel to execute a three-five-two. So um, it shows even if, if within the game again overrun in, in midfield again, we can bring Basuma or or skip on to to even up the numbers. Um, I I don't know. I think it's one of those where um, if Plan A doesn't work, you you improve Plan A and don't go to Plan B. That's what Pochettino was famous for. That's what Guardiola is famous for, and even Klopp. They've got their system. They've got faith in it, and it's effective. So. I don't expect um, Conte to to change it, and I don't know. I feel like um, I'm, I've drunk the Conte Kool Aid, and whatever he does is good enough for me. Yeah, but if like what what I predict predict might happen is that we he, he will definitely start with a three four three, and we will look like we have been this season, despite the fact that we're one of only two teams in the Premier League not to lose a game. It will it will. Will will become overawed or overpowered or whatever it might be, overmanned in midfield, and Arsenal will control the game, and it will come to the point where we do switch formation. That's what I think might happen. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I do trust him. I do whatever he wants. I'd, I'd, if Conte chooses a 3-4-3, free, free, like you say, I'm sure he will, and we lose the game, like whatever, it doesn't matter because there's a... There's a bigger plan affronted. There, 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 there's other things going on, and a, a kind of idea about where Spurs will be in the future. And and this single, this game in itself doesn't, you know, dictate or impact where we're going to be in a year's time. But you can understand the frustrations, Rick, that 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 some Spurs fans might have when you see us playing a three-five-two, not just this season, last season under Conte. And there's a system that he won the league handsomely with Inter Milan. Um, that that maybe that is the best situation or the best, the best sort of formation for us. Yeah, I mean, I'll kind of I, I agree what T was saying that Conte is, has faith in his system and he'll probably stick with three four three. It's a nice thing to have a plan B or to switch it if something isn't quite working. The one thing that does worry me with uh, 352 is that the two is going to be Sonny and Kane. Um, but where does Kulisevsky fit? Like, will he become like this auxiliary right, right wing back and it won't be Royal? Because Kulisevsky, he, he has to play. 
I think he has to play. And if we do go with three in the middle, I think it's going to be like the three the three workmen of Basuma, Hoybier, yeah, Ben Tancor. Okay, let's so so imagine that it is a three five two. Let's build our our first eleven. If if we are going to do that, let's build our first eleven. Hang on a sec. Does anyone? I haven't. Luis was pulled from the front uh, for the from the French squad, Bernie. So he hasn't been. Yeah. Do, do we know if he's actually all right? Yeah, if he's been training or. I have no idea. Sorry, I Google it right now. Because it might be um, Forster. Oh, Fraser Forster, big man. What's he got? <laughs> big hands like a frying pan. Big man. <laughs> it always surprises me, but and I love it that how. <laughs> it's just such a little joyous song that I just nod my head to. He's <laughs> a four star. Big man, what's he got? Big hands like a frying pan. Big man. <laughs> he must have, like, when that happened, he must have thought, what? Um, <laughs> I've, I, all I've, uh, I've Googled is uh, Hugo Lloris and it's is Spurs lining up a move for Oblak, Jan Oblak from um, Atletico Madrid. Who uh, Conte? Apparently, if you believe what you read in the press, Conte is planning for a future without Lloris, which means he is planning to stay forever. Anyway, um, I don't. I. I. I, I don't. I, I haven't heard that, Rick. I, I'm, so we'll, ju- we'll just go with Lloris and go then. Okay. Yeah. So if we're going for a back three, we're going like the be- our best back three. Would you say Longley, Longley, or, or Davies? I don't know if Davies is still injured. So Longley, right? So yeah, long lay um, Darren Romero. Long lay, yeah, mm, yeah. In, indeed. No room for Sanchez above Romero? <laughs> no. <laughs> I know you'd be punching walls if you saw him start left. <laughs> Fair play. Right wing back. Uh, Actually, let's, one. let's let's do, before before we do the right wing back, if, we, if we're playing a 3-5-2, then you've got three in midfield. And what yeah. what is that three in midfield? Is it is it Bentancor? Is it... Um, Hoybier, skip, or do we put bring Kulisevsky in? Um, yeah, I think skip misses out, so it'd probably be Hoybier, Benton, Cole, and Basuma. So no room for Kulisevsky. Uh, no, unless he's unless he's a, a wing back. What do you think, Rick? I don't know. I fucking really don't know. This is. I'm kind of like a, if we do have that three in the middle, that is Hoybier and Benton Kerr. But um, Kulisevsky is in there too, but he's like just behind Kane and Son. Yeah, so, so it's more like a. It's almost like a free, diamond. Well, yeah, what, what, it kind of what what um, um, Hoddle used to do, which is a free free at the back, wing backs, and then you have two in midfield and a number ten, and with two two attackers. Yeah, yeah. That's that. That's kind of where um, we have we he. Kulisevsky has to play in the game. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a, a world where um, us us three are sitting in in a room with um, Antonio Conte, and we've got a tactics board laid out in front of us, and, and then we're saying to him, "Right, I appreciate you've you've done like you've done you know incredibly well, Conte. You've done really well in your career, brilliant. Um, and you actually you've done brilliantly for Spurs as well. But would you want to recommend a a tactic for you. Have you ever thought about? <laughs> at no point in your team, you're in a team of ten fucking tacticians and nutritionists. Have you never thought about doing a, a little, uh, a little Christmas tree formation? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Terry Venables, brilliant for brilliant for him. You know what I mean? He's got to do it. Give it a go. Give it a go. Give it a go. Yeah. So, so all right. So, as a midfield of, um, if we're playing the three-five-two, you got a midfield of Hoybier. Uh, Bentancourt and who was fantastic when that system changed and it, it was part, in, in part to uh, Leicester being shit in, in moments of uh, important decision but that's why games are won but yeah they were they were shit in that moment um, so you've got those three players and then up top you've got Perisic on the left uh, Emerson Morel or Kulisewski or Matt Doe, whoever it might be and up top you've got Son and Kane right yeah, the the concern of Perisic is um is that he's not a very good one on one defender, and you know that could he, he might get exposed a bit against Arsenal. So, but I think his experience and his um 
and his um, quality on set pieces may see him start, but um, the argument falls in his face a little bit when Sessegnon dropped a bollock with the second goal last week against Leicester, but um, or the week before. Yeah, but, but it's um, a header though. It's like a fifty-fifty header. That those things happen. But certainly... yeah, but he he, lo- he lost a flight of the ball, didn't he? And Albrighton got past him and set up Madison. But I mean, these things happen. But I think Conte may look at one one-on-one defenders more than people who can go forward because. Um, it's, it's a shitty thing to say, but I don't think Conte... I don't, I don't think it's a disaster if you don't win. Obviously, if you don't lose, but maybe he'll just look to contain them for an hour and then bring out, you know, bring out the big dogs at, at, you know, with half an hour left. Well, like, does anyone... I remember seeing in international um, Huibia injured Perisic. Yeah, I saw that too, yeah. But, and I don't know if Perisic is all right if he played another game after that. I don't know what the crack is for that. So it could be Cesc that comes in. I don't know. Um, Perisic's delivery on the ball this season has been unreal. Like yeah. Ridiculous. Like he he may be limited in certain ways because of his age, and you know we we expected it. I, I think apart, I, I I sort of expected him to be a, a little bit more all action than he is, um, because I'd never really watched him before. I haven't seen him play England versus Croatia, and I think at Dortmund I saw him play there, but I didn't really know much about him. I just when we signed him, it was like, yeah, brilliant, Perisic. Obviously, he's amazing. But his delivery is unreal. Like, if we get an opportunity, if you give him five metres of space, he will, or five feet of space, rather, he will he will deliver a ball on the nutter, Kane, whoever it might be. Same with Kulisevsky as well. So he's, yeah. He's, he's been insane. And I think if he, if we can, if he, if he does play and we just give him the ball and, and he gets that moment, then that, that's where our goals are scored. I don't know. Uh, anyway, we've got, I've, uh, got a, I've got a question for you boys actually speaking about who are your who are you most fearful of uh, in the Guna team? Who is it the one that you think oh for fuck's sake they're playing? Go on, um, Go on Saka and probably Jesus. Um, I mean Saka was was missing against at, at Wild Lane but he had a really good game when we played at the Emirates and he came on for England and did rather well against Germany, so his tail will be up. So, um, the thing is, Jesus, he's suddenly become this, um, people are really like he's Ronaldo R9. You know? <laughs> he's, he's, he's he's not all that, but I've just got visions of his muggy face celebrating in front of their fans. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I think those two in the main, um, I feel like I'm forgetting someone, but those two. Yeah, I, I just, I, like I said, I haven't watched them this season at all. Because like you know they've been good, and uh, they are top of the league. But um, the, the the sort of thing that's been seeping through is Gabriel Jesus and how good he is. Although Richarlison is playing above him uh, for for Brazil, so fuck him. I don't know. I don't, know, I, don't I, I don't want to answer the question because I don't want to talk it into reality. I just, just don't. No, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> got a question from Paul. He says, if you had either Richarlison or Romero to score a last-minute winner and get sent off for a second yellow card in the process of celebrating, who are you going for? Richarlison all day, boys. Come on. Richarlison. Yeah, yeah Richie. Do, do, it's it's got to be If we're playing a 3-4-3 three, three, and you've got the, you know, the front three of Kulisevsky, Kane, Son, or Richarlison, what are you doing, Rick? Sorry, say that again, mate. Well, if you're playing a front three and you, yeah. your choices of, of our four forwards no I mean Richarlison could really get under the skins of the Arsenal fans who would you play what would your front three play if we're playing a 3-4-3 three, three? Uh, I will have to go with what we've been playing for the majority of Son Kane and Kulisevsky but what about Richarlison like the impact that Richarlison might have yeah, I know. Well, it's tough, fact, isn't it? I'm... It's tough. I'm not a manager, am I? Like, no, no, I know. I just... I'm just asking if he was the manager. Um... If Ricky Figo walked out... Whoa. Oh, sorry, shit, I've done it. No, it <laughs> so if Ricky, if Ricky walked out to the... You know, imagine like bowled out and he's like all togged up. If, 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 if it was you there, like you had to choose it, what would you do? Uh, yeah, I'd go with the... Uh, I'd, Richarlison would be the impact player off the bench. What if um what if Richardson came came up to you and and and, and sort, sort of walked up to you to your ear and went poo poo? 
<laughs> and he was doing the, the the bird kind of like yeah then yeah. i would probably say no you do deserve it mate you've made me laugh go, go and gra- go and grab a shirt lad go on <laughs> they'd lock him in there <laughs> <laughs> any other counter argument that you got there T? um no i think um kulisevsky has to start um i mean we've been bored by the news that it's going to be made permanent and um yeah what was so what was that news we haven't i didn't put that in the running order but yeah i think it's um i think it's just we're going to activate the clause which would make him our player permanently he needs to play 20 games in the premier league and spurs have to qualify for the champions league at the end of the season and then we must pay 35 million pound euro or 35 million euros or uh there is some uh, some other predetermined price that we have to pay no, it, it works for me. He's um, mustard, isn't he? That kid is mustard. Yeah. He, he really is. And um, I don't know if you, I don't know if Ricky, I don't know if you were at the Brighton game. Remember the FA Cup game, which was their debut? And um, I think they both came on as subs. And I wasn't fond of Kulisevsky at all. He reminded me of Chadley, looked a little bit ungainly. Yeah. And I loved Bentancourt. And now it's just the other way around. What, just, would you, um, what do you make of Bentancourt uh, to now? No. Um, he's a mixed bag. I mean, I mean, God, I've not been in the pod for ages, but I feel like I say this a lot, that he's, he's a very slow starter in games. And um, it feels like he grows into games after a while. But it was kind of telling what um, Eric Dyer said after the Leicester game, that when Benton Core plays well, the team plays well. So he's, um, I guess he's like an Audi, Moussa Dembele, in, Modric. A, in a way. But, um, Modric. Well, yeah, that too. Not that but, good, um, but he's that kind of player, isn't he? He's, he's the Dembele. He, he doesn't have the carrying ability that, that, that Dembele does and he doesn't have the mind that Modric does but he is in that bracket not as good as them too he, I mean hope, hopefully he will get to that stage and he's 25 yeah. now so he, like he, he should be approaching that but he does he do, when things are flowing and when things are going well for Spurs he is brilliant he really is he's a player's player and um, you know you know, it's nice to have a, nice to have a few of those. But no, I've been impressed with Bentancourt, but I think the Kudasevsky, um impact can't be understated. I mean, I remember when we was all sat together when we played Villa away, I think we beat them 4-0. And um, the noises that came out of us. <laughs> when you think, did, did he make an assist for Son? Yeah. Or have I got, I've got I, it all the way around? No, you got an assist and a goal, I think. Yeah, yeah. Just the noises we made. We'll stay in me till I die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what kind of noise do you make when you climax to is it is it glow and gutter or is it high pitched and excited? It's, it's, it's just what I do. Yeah, I go right up, right up in the ear and I just tell you. like that. But yeah. just breathing. It's more. It's more. It's more breathy, you know. But I've got to be. You got to clutch them around the face, right? And your mouth right by the ear as you jizz. You know what I mean? So they just yeah, well, apparently that 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 that, so does, you, that, you, that works wonders. You're um, you're quite like like a, a mouth breather. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I've evolved from uh, making, um, you know, crank phone calls to just, you know, doing it in my, doing it in sex. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, uh, Caleb Norman, he says, what is the best North London derby goal scored by the current member of the Tottenham squad? It's an obvious answer, Rick. <laughs> yeah. Goes without saying. Tell me, when when Kane cut across, it was a back heel from Deli Alley into Kane's path on the left-hand side of the pitch and Kane shaped up outside of the box, and he curled in a goal that I that that was unreal. Like we knew Kane was good, but to do it on in in uh, 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 that moment against our greatest rivals, for him to curl it in, and it ping off the post. What was it like for you, Rick, when that went in? Um, I think is well, like before that hadn't it was close to it. We had just equalised, hadn't we? Penalty, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and so within like so three, coming, three minutes. So coming straight off that and then going into that, um, it was kind of it was reminiscent of um, when I bummed when your mum. No, no, wasn't reminiscent. I didn't, of that. I didn't like that. You, no. did, you walked into the room and was like, "Whoa, well, this is good." <laughs> Two people I love enjoying each other. <laughs> Now keep it safe, and then I shut the door. <laughs> um, it was reminiscent of uh, the feelings of when we played against the Gooners, and it was who was it first? Bale first, and then Lennon. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah two one. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah that that quick succession the old one two, um, and Kane scoring that and then and Kane was wearing his uh, face mask as well. Yeah, he just tore it off. Like fuck my so, broken nose. Sprinting like yeah, he just he didn't know what to do. We didn't know what to do. That the noise was absolutely insane. Um, and then seeing the reaction of Kane and everyone else, it was just. It's hard to describe. It's just, it's one of those times that you know that when you're in the stadium, it's one of those moments that live with you forever and that feeling and that noise and everything. It's just one of those moments. It was out of body. It was out of body. Yeah, well, and, oh yeah, totally. And this is this is like the people that are going to the game this weekend that managed like, like that were lucky enough or not just lucky enough that are putting the miles to get a ticket to this game. You're going there knowing that Spurs haven't beaten Arsenal well what what two times in thirty years. It's like weird it's weird how difficult it is to go there but if you're there and you experience that moment of destroying them you won't forget it for the rest of your life it will live with you forever I'm, yeah I, I'm, I'm in a way envious but also like being surrounded by him while if it doesn't go our way and you know this is football and things don't go your way being surrounded you by know. him you're like oh fuck that I can't handle that either. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had both sides. Um, I've seen us win there, and that'll stay me for a long time. But the thing with their ground is that when they score, it's really, really loud, and it envelopes you in the away end, and it's just fucking dreadful. Also, um, and, and what the makeup of their support, which is such a fucking... They're all helmets. It's, it's like... Um, I mean, Flavio, now I'm fond of watching videos that people get clumped. And um, yeah. there was, I don't know if it was at the races. That, I, did, um, I, did, I did know that about you. Like, so, um, that, that's one of my favourite things about you is you watch <laughs> videos of people getting battered. <laughs> so <laughs> I think there was a scrap after the races at Ascot and um, this skinny kid can't have been any more than 18 years old. He was growing up against this big, massive, grown man. Donny got slumped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what Arsenal Arsenal fans are that, that bloke who got slumped. They're just really, yeah. really gobby. Yeah. You know, and then you know the police if the police cordon breaks away, then they'll shit themselves. The so, thing the thing but, is that the thing is 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 that they are so hyper right now. They're so happy. Oh it, god, yeah. It will take one single result to reduce them to tears. They're as a fan base, they're weak. They're a weak, weak fan base. They're they're not built very. like anybody else. Yeah, I, I would I would align them with Manchester City and the difference between them is the Manchester City have the, 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 the money to win it all but as a plastic fan base as a plastic football club they're the same and that's why like, if we if we, if we we don't win this weekend and I, I've all I've got all confidence that we will if we don't then they're just a weird plastic fan base and they always yeah. will be so there's nothing you, you know you don't have to you don't have to explain no, you have to explain how you it, it, to an Arsenal fan why Arsenal are better than Spurs or whatever it might be. You just you, you have to realise the fact that they are inferior, weird little whelks. And um, they it, once you appreciate that, they don't really exist. And we exactly. we may lo- we we may lose the battle, but we'll win the war. I fucking hope so. You know, one thing, we'll I, get, one thing we'll, I we'll get top four. What if we win the battle, though, Rick? Oh mate, the all, Battle of Alamo shit, fucking hell boy. Battle of I think, um, Alamo? Alamo? Um, no, not Alamo. <laughs> only three of our players have ever have, have scored against them. It's a bit sad that. I think Son, Kane and Dyer, unless I've missed someone out. Uh, okay, we've got uh, another question from Laureus Bastard. He says, uh, would you prefer to see Spurs win the Premier League title or Arsenal be relegated? Like, so there's an obvious answer there, but really think about it, boys. Is the is the the glory of Tottenham winning better than the the fact that Arsenal will be relegated? What what would make you feel better? I'm a natural born hater, so um yeah, I'd just be I'd, I'd love it if they got relegated. It's never at the end of it. I'd be like um I'd just be googling like the like the coordinates of every championship ground, and every time they kick up, I just put on Twitter this little subtle, just be a thread. What is it? Forty six games they play in the championship. Just be like, just a thread of just coordinates of every ground where they've got to go to. Actually, be twenty three because it's the away games. It would just be, just be this, just biological warfare. Just be mental warfare. Them getting relegated. It'd, just, it'd be such a beautiful thing because you've got. Um, the, the issue is, is that um, 
so many of the things I enjoy culturally as a black British man are infiltrated by Arsenal fans, whether it be, you know, grime MCs or black British actors like, you know, Kaluuya and Idris Elba, they're all gooners. Yeah. Seeing them, seeing them unhappy would, you know, yeah. It'd be a good thing, and you know, I'd watch a note. You, you, you want to turn? Out. You want to turn on your own people? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, you know, I watch Nope and get out, and you know, just be like, yeah, I know you. I know you're crying between scenes. Yeah, your team getting relegated. You're a good actor, but you're a fucking dickhead fundamentally. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I, I'm with I'm with you, T. I'm with you, and uh, and and weirdly, because I'm with you, it makes me sound like I'm a fucking racist. Anyway, but um. Yeah, no, I, oh, it's uh, they're just fucking weird. They're weird. Day to, like day to day, like during the week when Spurs win and and then Arsenal lose, which just during the league. Like I, I do take great fucking satisfaction from when they lose. So what are you saying? Like, then, al- almost when when they win, but but if it's about us winning the league and them getting relegated, I, I have to take the league. I can't take it anymore. It's not that I can't take it anymore. I just like. I need that. I want that moment for me and my dad. Yeah, just, I'm just be, being um, selfish, really. He's seventy, and uh, I just, I just want to have that that moment w- with him for no, all of us, really. No, I get it. I get it. I hundred percent get it, and I understand. Like, like Spurs winning winning league would be seismic, and I think it says something about me that I care less about us as a fan base feeling good. Than I do <laughs> Arsenal fans dealing with the horror of that. I hate them so much that I want them to feel more pain than I. I'm happy. I'm happy. Generally, I'm happy. Like whatever happens this weekend, I'm happy. I'm a good. Like I'm. I'm, I'm good. Like I've got. A, I've got a wife. I've got kids. Um, we've got recorded podcasts that people listen to. Like I'm happy. Regardless of what happens this weekend, but if Arsenal get relegated and that makes so many of them, like all of them, so unhappy. That's too it's, much to turn down, I think. It's, it's beautiful. I mean, um, you know, it's, it's beautiful. Like, you know, you know, I, 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 you know, it's been like, you know, I hope you die and it rains at your funeral. You know, you're, all, all your family have got to walk around in the muddy grass burying you. Chucking grenades over the trees. Uh, yeah, what's yeah. that? What, what are you sad? You're, you're burying someone. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Thunder and lightning, mate. You know what yeah. I mean? Fucking hell. Shock <laughs> and awe. Strikes the coffin so you got to go inside the church while the yeah. coffin's just out there over the fucking grave. Yeah, get in there because it's fucking... The, 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 the Tottenham artillery is raining down on you. <laughs> like, fuck you. Fuck your problems. This Hate this, it for life. Does this All hurt? the bad things happen to you. Yeah, and only you. And I'll be just in the distance just whacking one off. This is the most sexually attractive thing I've ever, ever experienced. Like, honestly, I, 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 I've said this many, many times. I hate Arsenal more than I love Tottenham. And I love, fucking love Tottenham. But I hate them so much. So, yeah, them getting relegated. Hate, 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 hate. Uh, this, I, I think generally a positive thing in life is uh, is hatred. Um, yeah. Clee, he says, how would you celebrate if you scored a 90th minute winner at the Emirates? It's got to be dicks out, boys. Imagine yeah, you're... My... It would be that, but do you know? Remember that game where who the fuck was it now? I think it was uh, Watford v Leicester. Was it Leicester? And and Deeney goal. And Deeney yeah. scored in the like literally the last seconds, and he sprinted over to the Watford fans and jumped in the crowd with them, was going mad. But I would do that dick out into the <laughs> Arsenal lot. <Yeah. laughs> I, I, I would, I would, I would go. I would. Run, I wouldn't run to Spurs. I'd run to the centre circle and then just do helicopter. <laughs> it's this flaccid white skinny little willy just going round and round and round I think I'd just I think I'd just I just want to stop running I'd go around the entire perimeter of the pitch just with my arms just with my arms in the air you know the students would be trying to stop me then I'd just, I'd just go down the tunnel I'd be like I'd be like, I'd be like doing, doing, the substi- doing the substitute symbol to Conte so yep down the tunnel stay yeah. there <laughs> could, could you do the subs- substitute sing- signal with your willy though <laughs> if you just use one arm no, to like, flap do, it do over. Have a teammate. Do, do have a teammate, so it's two dicks, so you yeah. get the rotation going. Eric Dyer and you just like flipping yeah. over each other. And, 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 and Antonio Conner's going, I get it, I get it, he's, he's done, he's done, he's had enough. And, <laughs> you've planned this in training all week. 
Yeah. <laughs> execute. Execute. Just, Eric Dyer and Tease Willie just get like a windmill going over <laughs> each other. Never touching. <laughs> Never once touching. Just going flying over each other. Always uh, like a phallic, like a phallic turbine. Yeah. It's also like a, like actually British energy. Like contributing, <laughs> if you could plug you and Eric Dyer, like just grab grab a couple of cords that were designed to generate energy from tea and Eric Dyer's arseholes as they flung their willy around each other after scoring a last minute winner winner against Arsenal. Mate, we'd, we'd solve the energy crisis. You're gonna gonna have crying gooners because kids would be doing it in school to gooners. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, there be going, that was out, that was out of order. It was out of order. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Anyway, we've got a question from Jay. He says, uh, why, are, why are shit Spurs fans disrespecting Son like how uh, Real Madrid treated Sp- uh, Bale? Why is Son scapegoated as playing bad when the whole team is playing shit? It's not Son's fault Conte doesn't know he's for Jay, what's going on in your life, mate? What? He's just very angry. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a player hater. I mean, I, I'm a hater, but I'm not angry. I'm kind of calm with it, you know. I say awful things, but I'm perfectly calm. It, it feels like um, he was bashing at his keyboard. You know, I feel like maybe he had um, a 10,000-word essay of hatred, but I realised it's over the character limit. and decided to delete back and kind of, you know, condense it. I mean, We need, um, we need to break it down a little bit, though, T. Is that Spurs fans are not disrespecting Son. There may be some out there that were disrespecting Son before his hatchery. There may be some Spurs fans out there saying okay, that yeah. maybe he should be dropped, but I don't think anyone... And he was. Yeah, he was, yeah. But it, 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 there's no one out there saying Spurs fans... The, 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 no one... There's no Spurs fans out there treating Hummin Son like Gareth Bale was treated. I don't think that's a fair assessment. No. There, is, there isn't a formalised group of Spurs fans who hate Hummin Son. There are outliers who are contrarian. I respect contrarianism, but I don't believe there's any Spurs... I don't think there's that many Spurs fans who hate Hummin Son. Um... I think it was the right idea to drop him. You know, ended up getting, getting the hat trick. Um, you know, I mean, my famous quote is still the title yeah, of the well, WhatsApp group. What, what did you say? Because well, I, I was saying bring Son <laughs> on. I, so we were watching this game. Spurs drawing against Leic- Leicester. Yeah. Um, we weren't good. And I said, bring Son on for, was it Richarlison? I can't remember what I said. Yeah, yeah, it was Richarlison, yeah. And what did you say, T? Sonny ain't going to do shit. What and you he, know what? What did he do? The formation changed, and he did everything. No, 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 no. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> you would have said that regardless of any kind of tactical implement that that, that uh, Conte would have done. It was bleak, man. It was really, really. Bleak. I hated looking, it. Looking, looking back, looking back, it wasn't that bleak. I just felt really dramatic in the moment. I just thought, even Sonny can't save this, and um, I, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's had a little. He's had a little bit of a rap. And, um, How good was that goal, though? It was, it was, it was a lovely hat trick. A fir- very lovely hat trick. Well, I mean, it's incredible. Like most players could never even dream of doing anything as good as that. But that it, that, it, that first goal when he hit it, and it, I think it did it come off the 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 bar. It might have just it just flew straight in, hit the net, and you hear that, boys. You all know this. Every football fan will know this. So that when the ball hits the net. It's funny. Yeah. a split second between the fan when the fans realise yeah. what's happened. There's a little moment of silence. And then the fans just go fucking mental. I mean, um, when obviously earlier on, you know, I had my player hater hat on saying um, I've Arsenal get relegated, but it would be a travesty if the likes of Hume Minson and Harry Kane left Spurs without a trophy to their name. And um, I feel like it's something that the club as an organisation, staff and record label, oh, <sighs> the likes of Hume Minson and Harry Kane <laughs> and, and Hugo Lloris. And um, Rick, if- we, we owe these people so much, man. Rick, if we beat Arsenal, and or, or even if we draw against Arsenal and win against uh, Everton, is it Everton our next game after that? I think it's Bournemouth or Brighton. 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 And then Everton at home. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If we if we draw and win two of those games, you think are you, are you beginning to think Premier League titles on? 
Yeah, I mean, well, it, it will certainly be up there. It will certainly set us in good stead coming into the break before the World Cup. Um, and with, yeah, I mean, like Conte is built for winning championships. All his teams do. And it just feels like he is... Like he he is like he understands the rhythm of the team and how we need to play. It's it shouldn't be all guns blazing in August because that's not when it's that's not when the title's won. It's about yeah. being consistent and it's about when you're playing badly, you're still picking up the points, which is exactly what we're doing. And then then you start to build that build that momentum, and then the players start clicking and stuff. So yeah, I think I, I'm not. I wouldn't say that um, I'm going to be like we will win the title, but we are. We're we're in with a shout. We're we're right in the mix. We're exactly where we need to be we're at this deployed. at this position. Yeah, we are. Yeah. T, do, 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 do you think regardless of what happens this weekend that we're still in the like that we are title challengers, right? Yeah. Um, the thing with Arsenal is that they're playing so well. Anything less than a win is a tragedy for them, you know. Um, the inquests come out. This player's not good enough. That player's not good enough. I mean, we lost to Lisbon, a game that I missed, and obviously there was a really bad post mortem for that game. But I feel that the way we are set up, the way we're playing as an outfit, I don't feel the defeat is um, obviously on on Twitter. You got the culture wars and all that bollocks on Twitter. But I don't think as a fan base we will crumble if we lose to to Arsenal. I mean. Um, I can't see us losing in the fashion that Nuno did last year, but I feel that um, there's something there's, there's something going on there. There's something cooking. I mean, the way that the new signings speak about Conte and the way that the players have been there for years speak about Conte, it feels that, um, you know, in the words of Alex, something's happening there. Something is and, happening there. Yeah, and I don't feel that a defeat on Saturday changes that. It doesn't, but the defeat isn't going to come because... No, of course not. Because it's going to stomp them. Well, I mean, like, obviously we can get beat, but this isn't this, this isn't a normal Spurs team. It's not normal. It's not... This isn't, like, a, a, a team that, that, you know, watching, like, fucking... Harry Redknapp, or even before that, Martin Yole, where he just felt like, oh, well, just maybe we'll turn up. That we, we can do something against them. We can, we can, we will. Um, we've got a question here from uh, uh, Grump and Tired. Grumped and Tired. Uh, why do cats come into? Sh- why do cats come into the house and shit? Even though you've let them out. Um, he's just asking. Have you, have you guys? Are you into cats? No. So I've got to say, not 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 really into cats. I've had, I've had some uh, cats over the years. Um. They, their poos are the worst smelling oh, things. They're, they're so small that everything is so compact into this little, <laughs> tiny little parcel. And the smell, like when you'd come, I remember like the, the cat would be in like the litter tray and you'd come down to do your coffee in the morning. It's like in a punch in the fucking gut <laughs> of poo, the smell. And you're like retching. It's like, yeah, fucking hell, man. Yeah, they're fucking assholes, mate. I, 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 I felt like I used to like, like, like a cat. But I don't. I hate them. Like they, they stink. <laughs> like, like, they are uh, trolls. Five thirty this morning, my cat came up to me, and this is a twelve-year-old cat, and I've got no no time for it. I, I really don't respect the cat, but he exists in the household. And he came up and he went, "Wow." <laughs> I was like, "What? What do you want?" And he went, "I, I somehow managed to translate from cat to human." I need a shit. If you don't let me out, I'm going to fucking shit all over your clothes. <laughs> and he's done it so many times. So many times. Like when I walk up and go, oh, what's that smell? And I look down at my pile of washing and there's just fucking shit on top of it. Oh, <laughs> my God. Fuck cats, fundamentally. I'd be throwing hands. So, uh, the, the thing I respect most about you, T, is that you just don't like animals. Don't like them. No, no. Um, is I mean, you know... it. To be clear, I'm not into animal cruelty. I'm just um, <laughs> no I'm just one, no that. one thought that. No one thought we that. are we are an animal loving country, and it's admirable. You know, one of the nice things about England, but it's just I didn't get the memo. I've got a final question here from uh, <laughs> Rosper. 
he says, uh, Liz Trust, Pretty Patel, Sophie Kornarkan. Oh, that Twitter weirdo. Yeah. I don't know who she is. Shag Mary Kill. I've got to say, I've got to say what a, a thing for Pretty Patel. And I have. I wonder, it's a buns, isn't it? It's I a gnash. No, I, 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 yeah, the gnash. I want, I want her to, like, um, to sort of whisper really controversial conservative <laughs> ideas into my br- into my ear while she pegs me yeah, yeah. Just, i think the poor like should bit, bit... i think she's metaphorically doing that already you know asmr isn't it yeah <laughs> she's... what does that mean to you i don't know what that means sorry asmr is like when um oh yeah no i know what that is comforting I... noises yeah so yeah. she'd be like saying yeah you know i, I want to re- i want to deflate a dinghy with an entire family in it and you're just like getting getting off on it you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah so she's fucking me up the arse and going gunboats 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 <laughs> mate it would bring me to climax <laughs> I, really would. Uh, so I, I, I didn't understand things that would change my perspective but pretty patel I, I, politically i don't agree with her or, or any of her ideas at all and i don't think she's a monster but I, I just she is she's a horrible person right okay but but if she was pegging you and and, <laughs> and talking about all the horrible things that she thinks is right could that not get you off a little bit uh i think that the pegging would be like suffice for me really yeah but you know um... what? I, I, I wanted to put her hands on my shoulders while she does it as <laughs> a bit, bit more, bit more purchase. <laughs> All right, we'll do. Well, that'll do, boys. That'll do, boys. <laughs> this has been the Fighting Got Podcast. Uh, subscribe and get involved with NordVPN. You can do that nordvpn.com forward slash Fighting Cock and uh, come to the social if you can. If you can get a ticket, the you know the tickets are running dry. But if you can, uh, go to our pinned tweet. On uh, on on Twitter, and then uh, you can get involved, and we'll see you on Saturday morning. Ten a.m. opens. There's going to be breakfast baps on service if you want to eat something, and you can. Uh, and then then we're going to watch Spurs demolish Arsenal. Like not only demolish Arsenal, like pretty Patel Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> Hands on them shoulders. Yeah, it gets absolutely like like just get like dig down into like your chest. And then thump at your bum. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen to Arsenal. Anyway, cheers boys. Ciao. Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.